Welcome to Change of Plans. I'm Andres Zuleta. On Change of Plans, we feature stories of resilience and reinvention, interviewing entrepreneurs and other creative individuals who have found fun and inspiring ways to adapt to sudden, unexpected challenges. My guest today is Jasmine Tierra, founder of The Black Wallet, an app and digital resource center for Black entrepreneurs and Black-owned businesses. Jasmine, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. So can you just take us back to earlier this year or even last year and just kind of paint the picture of what you were up to before all of this year's events took place? You know, kind of just what quote unquote normal looked like for the Black Wallet before 2020? Um, so yeah, we definitely had less traffic. <laughs> so for me, it was um, definitely quieter. Um, definitely things were moving slower. And I spent a lot more of my time actually providing the tech services that I do. Um, I handle the back end organization for entrepreneurs. And that was what consumed most of my time doing that work as opposed to doing all the things I do now for Black Wallet. <laughs> which will, yes, which we'll of course get into. And just tell us a little more about kind of why you started the Black Wallet and what some of the tech services that you just mentioned that you were providing were just to, you know, give our listeners a little more of an idea of kind of your origin story, so to speak. Yeah. So um, back in 2016, um, I had the, I just wanted to buy a t-shirt. And the t-shirt was about, <laughs> yeah, I know. Everyone's like, oh, there was some epiphany. No, there was no epiphany. It was just, I wanted to buy a shirt. And um, um, the shirt said something about Black women on it. It was probably like Black women rock or something like that to that effect. And so I wanted to buy it from a Black-owned business because the ad that I saw online, it was from something... Um, like probably from overseas or something. And in my mind, I was like, if it's a shirt about black people, I should probably buy it from a black person. And I went to look up online, you know, a black business directory. And in the app store in 2016, um, there's only maybe two, maybe three black owned business apps. And they each had a problem. Like one didn't have a lot of businesses. One wasn't pretty. Um, I forgot what the third problem was but each of them were struggling in some way and so that was what made me say hey I want to build one because I want it to be the way I want it and since I'm a web designer by nature that's the, the root of where I started my career in tech um, I decided to learn if I could produce an app myself um, and then the black wallet came out a year later because that's what I spent the year doing <laughs> okay so tell me how you know you know, the first challenge that a lot of small business owners faced this year was, of course, the coronavirus. So take us back to, you know, how that affected the Black Wallet. Um, yeah. So at that point in time, um, I'm a mom and a wife. So I have two kids in elementary school. And normally it's a very structured routine day let's take them to school I come back home I do work until three o'clock I go pick them up and then they come home and then it's like the whole evening routine and then I work again at nine o'clock once everybody's in the bed right normal um <laughs> then suddenly um the 
first week of March, coronavirus is turning super serious in America. Um, it, I feel like it happens very, very fast. And the second week of March, we're no longer in school. And it changed all of my processes. Um, I had to automate things much more because I have a lot less time. Um, I had to explain to all clients and everyone, let's be flex flexible because kids are here. <laughs> At any given time, someone has walked behind my screen and waved to someone on the side. <laughs> on the bright side, people are very understanding um, because they're all going through it as well. So everyone has seen the human side of someone now. We see your family we see that you know you may need to take a break or there's extenuating circumstances because we're all feeling the same experiences as long as you are doing your work um there's a lot more leeway as opposed to things happening in your environment it's just you know we're very becoming very accepting and compassionate towards other people's circumstances yes it is kind of ironic that while we're social distancing we're becoming in a way a little bit more <laughs> humane and kind of more you know, you, you see more of your um, coworkers and colleagues and clients. Um, and then, of course, this unprecedented, at least, you know, in our lifetimes, racial justice movement surging over the last few weeks. And, you know, as so many people know now, I mean, there's also, you know, part of a small part of all of this has been an awareness not just um, within the black community, but of course, within the white community and other communities that, you know, there's this really heightened interest in supporting black owned businesses. So can you um, tell us a little bit about, you know, how the last few weeks have been, you know, for, for you and your business in this regard? Yeah. So, um, typically over the last couple of years, when there's some kind of injustice, I do see an uptick. But what is unique about what has happened over the past three weeks is one, the largest following I've seen on social media has been from white women. Um, I suddenly have a huge following of white women um, on my social media and who have downloaded the app and share my things. Um, and then I've become, the, the app has received um, about almost 20,000 new downloads in the past three weeks. And anyone can tell you um, that is, for an app that's not a game, that is skyrocketing traffic. Um, <laughs> and so that has happened as well. Um, there have been so many businesses that have submitted their information to be in the directory. And, and at this point, because of the traffic, I am now granted, you know, the opportunity to do a lot of other things that I thought I was going to take my time doing. And now I'm in a rush to do because I'm trying to catch up. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Black Wallet is just we've been in several news stations, um, several articles. We're just popular now. I feel like this momentum um, will last. So I have so many <laughs> questions about what you just said. Um, <laughs> no problem. <laughs> but, I mean, I love it. So, so one of my questions, um, which maybe we can talk about in a little bit, is mm -hmm. you know some of the projects that maybe you had on the back burner that you wanted to, you know, work on in the future, but take slow that you've now had to kind of expedite. So I'm really curious about that. But I guess I'm also really 
interested to hear about the the upsurge in, like you said, white women all of a sudden following you. I mean, was that something that just wasn't really happening before? No. <laughs> um, I can tell you now just, you know, of course, I never did like hard data, but 90% of my following at minimum were Black people and, and the majority of them Black women. Um, and also the majority of my following was Atlanta and Houston um, with a little bit of Philly in. And now New York is my number one supporting location. In retrospect now, and also, of course, just being aware of what's going on, you know, I'm not surprised, but when it, when you started to see this, were you surprised? What did you think? I was, and it, it wasn't this, um, it wasn't that I was just surprised about being followed. They, um, and I say this, you know, as a collective, but white women in general have been so compelled to share that's really what has taken me by surprise they have shared i've been in maybe um a little over 200 instagram stories um and you can look at the articles that i've been in and see the numbers of shares and when i'm looking at the instagram stories you know the vast majority are white women that are sharing black wallet everywhere that they can <laughs> and so i'm just grateful um it's, I know a lot of people are discussing the term white guilt at this point in time. And, you know, we can look at it that way. Um, but I prefer to look at it as, you know, an awakening, like you are seeing something through someone else's eyes. And so if you would like to share in an effort to have empathy, I'm all for it. So share away. Mm -hmm. Sharing isn't always the best way but it, no one can say it's not a good way it's definitely a good way to show your support we don't want you to stop with sharing but that doesn't mean that it's not invaluable yeah that's a really good way to put it so i'm curious i mean when you s started to see this surge in demand for your app did you have any sort of um struggles in terms of you know oh wow you know our servers are struggling or you know now all of a sudden you know we can't keep up with the demand um you know what kind of growing pains did you encounter oh my gosh it's so funny you say that i still am putting businesses in from people who have submitted their um their business information through the app and i still have i think like 200 more to go normally if someone submits their business information, um, I have it done in a day or two. It's in the app within a day or two. It has taken me almost two weeks to get some people in because there's just that many applications that have been submitted. And since I manually go and check and make sure everyone actually is black owned, I have to look at every single profile and that takes a lot of time. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, that is definitely, I get emails back all the time, but on the bright side, I've sent out notifications to people, hey, your application will take this long, or we're trying to get it done by this date. So if you just give us some patience, uh, we, we'll get there and we'll get to you. No, I really want to hear about some of the, you know, the projects that you had mentioned that you had, you know, in, I guess, calmer times had planned on tackling in the future that you've all of a sudden found yourself having to work on more quickly than expected. 
Yeah, so one of the biggest ones um, is that I have always wanted to have some kind of reward program for when people do buy black. And so um, I had it on my website, you know, maybe about a year ago, a year and a half ago, and it's always said coming soon. And then I realized I had like a total brainstorm uh, four days ago, actually. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I don't have to do it the complicated way I'm thinking of. I can do it this way right here. So I literally purchased a domain name, boughtblack.com, and put up a form. And if you submit the form, I give away a new thing from a black business every day. Um, just a random thing that I, I tend, I like online and I pick a number between one and, and 500 and that person wins the thing of the day. And so all you have to do is turn in your receipt. You turn in a receipt saying you bought something from a black business, then you're, you have a chance to win something else from another black business. Um, so that was something that I had been thinking about for a long time and then just launched it, you know, in 24 hours. Cause I was like, I can't you know, sit on this anymore. And it doesn't have to be complicated to do something. <laughs> so yeah, that just turned right around and it's been super popular so far. So again, hundreds of people. And now I'm looking like, what am I going to do? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm wondering, you know, I mean, you've had so much momentum and, you know, new audiences and new businesses. Um, how are you kind of navigating this moment in time? when you know to some extent obviously momentum you know usually ebbs and flows right and so the thing is and that's what i've been trying to keep in mind so i hired an assistant part-time she started it last week but i made sure that it was part-time and something i could maintain um because i i do know that hey if some of this traffic dies down i need to make sure everything that i start is sustainable and then the next thing is um, I've started writing pitch letters and emails because I want to stay on top of this traffic as much as I can. Um, so people who want to interview me for podcasts, such as yourself, <laughs> are great opportunities for me to try and stay and capitalize off this tempo and see if I can ride this wave, you know, further and higher. You know, what are some ways that you think that you can kind of keep the white audience engaged? Because, you know, of course, it's really important, you know, to so many people to support the black community. But at the same time, like you said, all of these people just showed up almost overnight. And I mean, you know, in a perfect world, I would like to think that everyone is going to remain completely engaged. But, you know, people's attention spans sometimes are limited. So, I mean, you know, that, that seems like a challenge, you know, over the next few months. Right. And so we, I've brainstormed and it's really funny. You, I think you've been reading my mind or at least my notebook. So <laughs> I've written down some plans that I absolutely have, and I want to tackle that in several ways. So one of the ways is I've been collecting people's information, of course, as they come. So whether it be the website um, where I've taken your email or if you have the app still, um, I can send you notifications if you're on social media and you're following me, et cetera, et cetera, wherever you are and I still have a connection with you. Um, my intention is to make sure that a lot of the things or the articles that I'm putting out or the content I'm putting out um, is something that, you know, is practical information. So, hey, here's how you can replace 
a large corporation with a small black corporation. If you mm -hmm. currently use Tide, you can use True. Mm -hmm. um, things like that. So people can do the little things. It doesn't have to be overwhelming. Just here's this one thing that you can change and this will help. And these are the results of it helping. This is how much money you can funnel to other businesses. Um, and then in addition to that, this is also why I started coming up with my pitch emails because I want to continue to try to reach out to other demographics or other places where I haven't been before mm -hmm. and still show them what Black Wallet is about and what it can do. And now that mainstream is supporting a Buy Black movement, try to get into mainstream. <laughs> so if that's sponsorships or if that's conferences or if that's anywhere where I start becoming more and more in people's faces and in people's everyday lives so that it doesn't seem like they're going out of their way. You know, if we have any listeners who maybe are new to this uh, concept of, you know, buying black owned or supporting black owned businesses, um, I, I just want to give you the floor to kind of explain from your perspective, why you think it's so important. Um, well, when it comes to why it's important to buy Black, from a confidence perspective, that is why I always do it, because it feels good. I know how good it feels when I'm supported, and so I try to support people who are like me, because I know we're lacking in mainstream support. But from a pure numbers perspective, um, because that tends to be how... I can reach the most people and make logical sense. You know, people can't argue with logic. So from a pure numbers perspective, um, when, and you can look at any, any point in history since Black people have not been enslaved, when the Black population has the best economic success, the entire country has the best economic success. So you can look at literally the trend of Black American money going up and when that happens everything else goes up so even if you don't want to do it for us do it for yourself <laughs> you can do it for hard to argue with that <laughs> exactly <laughs> so um and uh, you know it's just why not even for people who disagree with buying black for whatever their reason is even if it's what you disagree with, at the end of the day, can you argue with supporting a group of people who have clearly stated their need, their need for help? If someone asks you because they need it, what's wrong with doing it because they just asked? Even if I don't have a reason, I just asked, please. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't if I don't want to prove it to you can you just please because we said so like <laughs> yeah but I think I mean one of, <laughs> you know one of the things I liked on your website um which I think you put really eloquently was that black businesses have maybe a perception issue now I'm not sure if that perception issue is you know from within the black community or from other communities or or both um but I mean, like, like you said earlier, um, I mean, of course you're, you're saying that, you know, people should support black owned businesses for so many different reasons, but also, I mean, 
I'm 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 assuming that you have a vetting process, like you said, um, for adding the businesses to your directory, where you know you feel confident in the you know the businesses that you're supporting. Correct. So um, one the for the first part of the question, yes, it's kind of like a 360 deal when it comes to how black businesses are perceived both outside and inside have a similar perception that black items are inferior or black items don't look as good or black items xyz whatever negative thing and part of what i try to do with black wallet and part of my purpose is to say hey look we do have things um that are beautiful. We are creative. We do have great customer service. These stereotypes that you're listening to, you know, that they're just that. They're stereotypes. They're not facts. They are, you know, low-level negative stereotypes. And so if I continue to work to put evidence against these stereotypes in your face, eventually you can't argue that they're true because I've shown you so many reasons why they're false. Have you, you know, just over the past few weeks, have you had the opportunity to make new connections with other people around the country, kind of in the in the black entrepreneurial space? Yes. Oh my goodness, yes. And it's been so fun. Um, and it's so inviting. Um, right now, everyone just wants to connect and build and 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 keep thriving and use this momentum and just keep going higher. So um, I've had the opportunity to interview some other Black entrepreneurs. Um, I've had the uh, opportunity that to work and partner with some of the other directory owners. Um, and so some of us are getting together for new initiatives. And it's an exciting time um, because humans, you know, by our nature, sometimes we focus on our differences. And right now at this point in time, everyone is seeing the end goal of being prosperous and better. And so all the other little stuff is out of people's minds. We're all ready to work together and be a team. You are, you know, in this network of other entrepreneurs who have cool and innovative businesses in your space. And of course, um, because of the nature of your business, you also come into contact with all sorts of, you know, small business owners and entrepreneurs all over the country. So, you know, from your perspective, with so much context, what advice would you give to um, Black entrepreneurs and Black small business owners who are, um, you know, feeling stuck or just having a rough moment? Um, a couple of things. One, you can't do it alone. And I think a lot of the times, and this applies to really any entrepreneur, when you're at the lower level of things, you think that you are supposed to do it alone because that's what bootstrapping is. And that's how, you know, you, you drag yourself up is by going at it alone until you get to a certain level. And then when you're quote unquote worthy, then you can start reaching out to other people to connect and build. Um, that's not necessarily true. Whatever you have to offer, there is someone else who values it at whatever level you're on. And so just find the other entrepreneurs that value it and let all of you ride together. Um, it's a lot easier to climb when it's not just all on you. Um, and then the second thing is entrepreneurship in general 
just isn't easy. Anyone can tell you that. And so if you are just in a stuck space, find a safe space of other entrepreneurs. And if you do this online, um, there's, there's tons of Facebook groups. Um, but find a safe space for you to vent. Because sometimes mm-hmm. the struggle is that you're in your head. Um, you want things to be perfect or you're frustrated that it's taking so long or you don't understand why you put so much time into this thing and 50,000 people didn't recognize the the beauty in it that you saw and no one is not sold out. So <laughs> you got to find that space where people can A, accept your venting um, for what it is, venting, and then B, be sure to provide you constructive feedback because sometimes while it's just your frustration in your head other times it really may be what you're selling or how you're selling it so find those communities where you can communicate and openly um have dialogue about your business and and learn about other people's businesses and provide feedback for them too absolutely yeah it's definitely it's definitely give and take well i just want to thank you so much for taking time out. I know it's really busy these days, um, but I'm really thrilled that you were able to come on. And I just wanted to ask you, um, for our listeners around the country and possibly in other parts of the world, what's the best way for listeners to support you and the Black Wallet? Download the app. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Just go to the app store and literally look for Black Wallet and put it on your phone. Um, But also, if you'd like to have other ways to share and support, um, you know, share us on social media. We're the Black Wallet on all social media platforms. Um, You can visit the website. You can share the website. um, If anyone else is asking for a Black-owned anything, you can talk about us to your neighbors, your friends, your boss, your assistant, um, your dog walker, anybody. Okay? (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Awesome. And obviously, we'll include a link to your website and the app um, in the show notes. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us today, Jasmine. And uh, please make sure to check the show notes um, so you can learn more about Jasmine and the Black Wallet and of course, download the app. If this episode inspired you, please share it with a friend and leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. To learn more, visit changeofplanspodcast.com. That's all for today. Thanks for tuning in.